Hello and welcome to the Mountain Brook Baptist Project 119 Bible Reading Plan Podcast. I'm Mary and it's my pleasure to join you in reading God's Word. Today is Saturday, February 11th. Happy Saturday! Hope you're having a great day and that you get to have some rest today maybe a walk outside. Today we're in Matthew chapter 22. Now at first you might be like, how does this connect to the patriarchs, to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob? Wait for it. It's coming about verse 22. But first we get to read a parable of Jesus. And so anytime we can read red letters of Jesus, I'm for it. So let's start with Matthew chapter 22, starting in verse 1. Jesus spoke to them again In parables, saying, The kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son. He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I have prepared my dinner. My oxen and fattened cattle have been butchered and everything is ready. Come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and went off, one to his field, another to his business. The rest seized his servants, mistreated them, and killed them. The king was enraged. He sent his army and destroyed those murderers and burned their city. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet is ready, but those I invited do not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servants went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, both good and bad, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guest, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. Friend, he asked, how did you get in here without wedding clothes? The man was speechless. Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness, where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. For many are invited, but few are chosen. Then the Pharisees went out and laid plans to trap him in his words. They sent their disciples to him along with the Herodians. Teacher, they said, We know you are a man of integrity and that you teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. You aren't swayed by men because you pay no attention to who they are. Tell us then, what is your opinion? Is it right to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But Jesus, knowing their evil intent, said, You hypocrites, why are you trying to trap me? Show me the coin used for paying taxes. The tax. They brought him a denarius and he asked them, Whose portrait is this? And whose inscription? Caesar's, they replied. Then he said to them, Give to Caesar what is Caesar's, and to God what is God's. When they heard this, they were amazed. So they left him and went away. The same day, the Sadducees, who say there is no resurrection, came to him with a question. Teacher, they said, Moses told us that if a man dies without having children, his brother must marry the widow and have children for him. Now there were seven brothers among us. The first one married and died, and since he had no children, he left his wife 
to his brother. The same thing happened to the second and third brother, right on down to the seventh. Finally, the woman died. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be of the seven, since all of them were married to her? Jesus replied, You are in error because you do not know the scriptures or the power of God. At the resurrection, people will neither marry nor be given in marriage. They will be like the angels in heaven. But about the resurrection of the dead, have you not read what God said to you? I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living. When the crowds heard this, they were astonished at his teaching. Hearing that Jesus had silenced the Sadducees, the Pharisees got together. One of them, an expert in the law, tested him with this question. Teacher, what is the greatest commandment in the law? Jesus replied, Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. All the law and the prophets hang on these two commandments. While the Pharisees were gathered together, Jesus asked them, What do you think about the Christ? Whose son is he? The son of David, they replied. He said to them, How is it then that David, speaking by the Spirit, calls him Lord? For he says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I put your enemies under your feet. If David calls him Lord, how can he be his son? No one could say a word in reply. And from that day on, No one dared to ask him any more questions. Thank you for listening along as we read God's Word together. There's a lot going on in this chapter, but to continue with the theme of the patriarch, I want to dwell on verses 23 through 33. Here, the Sadducees are approaching Jesus with a trick question, and they don't believe in the resurrection. Have you ever heard the Sadducees are sad, you see? because they don't believe in the resurrection. And so they're trying to trap Jesus with this outlandish scenario that would have probably never happened. And in response, Jesus demonstrates his knowledge of the books of the Old Testament, the books of Moses, by quoting it back to them. And the words that Jesus says are the same words that God says to Moses from the burning bush. He says, I am the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. The patriarchs who have been dead for quite some time, he says, he's the God of the living. These men are now living. And so he is pointing to the fact that there is a resurrection of the dead and that Abraham and Isaac and Jacob are not dead but they are alive. And if God has that much power that the dead cannot stay dead, then those who have Jesus as their Lord can know without a doubt that we will never truly die. Will you pray with me? Father, thank you for your word. 
Thank you for your spirit, which works in us to help us understand your word. Thank you for the hope of the resurrection. Help us to be a people who clothe ourselves with good works so that we will be properly dressed in the new kingdom. We love you and pray all this in Christ's name. Amen.